0: Travis City has come and gone, and the Blue Jackets came out pretty well in the uh, mini tournament. So let's talk about that today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, trials, tribulations, recaps, rants, yelling, joy, all of the above, and more about your favorite team on mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started i want to thank everyone for making this your first listen to the day every day locks on blue jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and uh also over on youtube i'm trying to get to 250 subscribers by uh the time the season starts next month so uh any little helps uh we hit 200 last week and uh, we're already almost at 210 so we are i guess 20 of the way to my to my goal and uh Shout out to all of the people who already have subscribed. Uh, I appreciate all of you. Uh, Today's episode, we're going to talk about Travis City. We're going to talk about Prospects, because the Blue Jackets Prospects had a pretty good showing, I think. Uh, So we're going to talk about who impressed, who maybe needed to do a little bit more work, and uh, maybe some unsung heroes of the tournament as well. So... I guess let's uh, let's start off with just a quick recap of how the tournament went. Uh, the Blue Jackets or the Baby Jackets played three games. They played against the St. Louis Blues, which they won six one, I believe. Uh, they lost to the Baby Detroit Red Wings, and then they beat the Baby Maple Leafs three uh, two in overtime uh, yesterday afternoon. So they went two and one on the. I, it's a weird thing to call it a tournament because for me, a tournament implies that there's like a winner and a cup handed out at the end, and that doesn't seem to be how like what's going on right now. So, um, Blue Jackets went two and one and had some really good performances, mostly from guys that you would expect. Um, so, Ken Johnson, for example, let's uh, let's start talking about him because he was, I think, one of the two best players for the Blue Jackets in this tournament. Um, I have a, a another guy that. I'm going to talk about in a minute that i mentioned briefly on today's episode of Lockdown NHL but uh, let's start off talking about Ken Johnson uh 6 points he had two goals four assists in three games which i think honestly is what a lot of people were expecting um you know he's had he's had a big year he's had a big 2022 so far um attempt for attempt number 1 at the world at the world juniors uh college made it almost to the frozen four final uh, played in the olympics played in the world championships for canada played in the second attempt of the world juniors won a gold medal uh prospect camp or development camp i guess uh the rookie tournament and uh he's gonna be making his training camp debut i guess for the blue Jackets as of next week so uh it's all it's all very very exciting uh ken johnson's played a lot of hockey but he looked, I thought he looked very really good out there. Um, I kind of have been tweeting on and off about the the whole tournament. Ken Johnson, I think there are still some steps that he needs to take. I don't think he has, well, obviously he hasn't even almost reached his potential. He's, you know, 19 years old. Um, but I really, really liked his game. And I think what's what's really interesting about Ken Johnson is, and I mentioned this on Twitter, the foot speed is not necessarily all the way there yet. And I think the footwork, the skating definitely needs a little bit of – definitely did a little bit of work. But – and this is something that kind of a lot of Prospect guys have said – his hands are so good and his passing is so good and his uh, situational awareness, I think, is so good that it almost makes up for the weakness in the lower half of his body because I feel like there were at least – five or six times a game where he would have the puck and I'd be like, oh, he's going to lose this. And then suddenly he does some weird like stick handling thing and somehow he comes away with the puck. Uh, scored two goals, uh, one against the Red Wings and one against the baby St. Louis Blues. And uh, I think he just had a really, really good tournament. Um, but I mean, we're not looking at Ken Johnson as a goal scorer. I don't think, I think he's a, he's a playmaker. And uh, I just, I really liked, I really liked how he played. Um, I thought his pass to Marchenko for the game-winner goal against the the Leafs was phenomenal. Uh, The pass to Jordan Demai that opened the scoring as well against the St. Louis Blues was fantastic. Like, just, he makes these incredible passes like it's nothing. Um, And I'm super super excited to see how he does uh after an entire summer of preparing to be in the nhl um because i think a lot of people were kind of disappointed with his nhl debut the eight games or whatever that he played last season um i'm expecting big big exciting things from training camp um and the other thing about ken johnson as well is he played center in this tournament um he played wing most of the uh, eight games that he was with the Blue Jackets for last season. Uh he played wing for Canada and he played wing for basically his entire college career. Um he played on uh Maddie wing. So he has not played at center a lot, but I thought he held his own pretty well. Um I, I really liked like I said, I just I really liked all of his game. Um I think there's definitely things to work on, and I think it'll be interesting to see. How he looks against the rest of the team in training camp, you know the the guys that have been in the NHL. But I'm, I, I just, I'm just I'm super excited about Ken Johnson. He's an exciting player. Is he the best player on the team? Is he the best prospect that the Blue Jackets have? Maybe not, but it's, I think he might be the most exciting. Um, so two thumbs up to Ken Johnson. Um, in a minute we're going to talk about uh Jack Reeves, who was my other choice for uh best player. Of the of the tournament for the Blue Jackets, but first I've got to tell you all about Bet Online, because Bet Online is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season. You can find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, podcasts, uh, including the opening week's games. They uh, they kicked off a couple of weeks ago. Football is in full swing. The NHL is going to be back real real soon. So uh, if you want to put money on, hey, here's one. Put my name on Kent Johnson winning the Calder. I think that could be a, a really fun bet. That's what I'm going to be putting my money on. Uh, and BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, uh, football, basketball, hockey, uh, any sports that you can think of, online. Probably has the odds and props for that. So head to the website today. That is betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Because Bet online is where the game starts. So let's talk Jet Greaves, who was my other choice for uh, best player uh, for the Blue Jackets at this tournament. Because Jet Greaves uh, played, he only played a game and a half. Um, but I thought he was phenomenal against the Blues um, didn't play against the red wings but i thought pavel kayan or chayan i believe it's pronounced uh played okay against the red wings i thought he was very good against the uh, maple leafs i thought jack greaves was also very good against the maple leafs um jack greaves is another guy that's had a really kind of interesting journey this year um went to the last traverse city as a uh basically a, a free agent signing um he did his time in the ohl didn't play last season because of the, the COVID whatever. Um, And then came in, signed an AHL two-way deal with the ECHL. I was like, okay, he's probably going to sign most of the season with Kalamazoo. Um, And then the goalie situation with the Blue Jackets, uh, losing Tarasov for most of the season. And then, you know, Bazleekins was, was injured or, or ill, Corpsala was injured or ill. Um on the back of that, Jack Greaves ended up spending a bunch of time. He spent more time in the AHL than he did in the ECHL, actually. So uh it's uh it's a pretty good, a pretty good story. He even he signed his ELC on the back of all of this and uh he turned up to Travis City this year and I thought played really, really well. Uh just calm, collected. Not the biggest guy in the world. I think he's only six foot, six one. Um, And I love when goalies are not six foot a million. Um, And yeah, he's another guy that I'm really, really excited to kind of keep an eye on uh, to, to watch with the monsters this year. I imagine uh, it's going to be him and Tarasov, maybe even splitting the net 50, 50. Um, I'd like to see Tarasov get a bulk of the start, but I mean, I think Jack Reeves is, is good enough and has enough promise to push Tarasov to be better. And maybe, you know, not challenge him for that starting spot, but I think definitely make Tarasov aware that, oh, okay, this this is not necessarily a given that he's going to start, you know, two thirds of the season. So uh, that's my other, my other pick. Um, I think we've got to talk about Kirill Marchenko who had three, go- three goals in three games, including that overtime winner. Um, he is a guy that I think is just going to be really, really fun to watch this season. Um, he had some good chemistry with Ken Johnson. That could be a fun, third line of uh, i don't know put Marchenko uh, and chinikov on ken johnson's wings on that third line and just really let them let them go for it i think that will be uh, really fun and then another guy that i wanted to mention as uh, having a really good tournament uh dumai had i believe four or five points in three games um he was drafted in the third round uh, he led the qmjhl oh, he tied for the lead in assists for the qmjhl this season i believe he led the queue in scoring uh and he dropped all the way to the third round because he's five for eight and i was like okay well i see whether i like we've seen this before short players drop in the draft it just it's it's what it is um opened the scoring against the blues scored again like three minutes later to make it two nothing and then uh scored the game tying goal against um the maple leafs to force overtime. So there's three big goals. Uh, he's fast. I think a lot of people, a lot of the, the criticism for Deme was uh, his skating speed, but he looked... He looks really good out there. Um, I thought he played really well with Del Belbaloos. He spent some time on that top line with uh, Marchenko and Johnson occasionally. Got some power play time. Uh, just really, really impressed with Demay. And he's, again, I assume he's going to go back to juniors uh, this season. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on him in... Uh, in the queue and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Cause he is a guy that I think it could be kind of a slow burn prospect, but I mean, Johnny Gaudreau dropped to the fourth round because of his size and look where he is now. He's got 115 points last season. So he could be another kind of maybe not a Johnny Gaudreau level player, but definitely I think a player that could make some waves could be one of the steals of the draft when, you know, all is said and done Um, in a minute. We are going to just finish up by talking about a couple of guys that, again, maybe kind of unexpectedly good. Uh, I want to talk about uh, David Juracek, who maybe had the biggest hype coming into this tournament for the Blue Jackets, and also Denton Matejchuk. And I think those two players have uh, kind of flipped in their expectations for what I was expecting from them from this tournament. So we're going to talk about those guys uh, in just a minute next on Lockdown Blue Jackets. So I think, like everyone, I was expecting David Yeracek to kind of come out of this rookie tournament and just wow everyone. Um, And he was not as dominant as I was expecting. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think he's, again, he's... Basically had reconstructive knee surgery, what, seven months ago, eight months ago. So, you know, he, he's clearly not at 100% yet. I wasn't expecting him to go out there and just, you know, throw everything around. I thought he had good moments. Um, I thought the game against the Leafs was his best game. Uh, scored the opening goal and uh, was just a really a really solid presence. Um, but I think he definitely has some work to do I still think he's he's NHL ready but I also don't know if he's 100% physically and I think maybe some time in the AHL to get up to speed could not be the worst thing for David Juracek I know I feel like I'm backtracking everything I've said about David Juracek all season um all summer but he's he's good he's going to be good Um, I just am not sure if he's physically 100% there yet. So maybe it's best to kind of temper expectations with Juracek. Don't get too hyped up. Um, On the flip side, I want to talk about his defensive partner for this tournament, Dendimatechuk, who very quietly had a really, really good tournament, I think. Um, He didn't appear on the score sheet very much, but he, I thought his skating is just phenomenal just world better than i was expecting honestly and i know that he's he is you know known as a good skater but i thought he was maybe the best skater on the team um he played a lot of minutes played them well he was a guy that he kind of has that seth jones type game i think where you only really notice him if something bad is happening and i didn't notice a lot of bad things happening with him Uh, it was really only i was like oh that was a really good defensive play oh Denton matejok so that that was a really fun that was a really fun pairing to watch honestly i was really i was impressed with both of them Um, i know i feel like i've just said that david yuric wasn't that impressive but i think again he was i was expecting a lot from him he didn't necessarily deliver a lot but i think he still had a good tournament Um, again i think his best game was maple leafs but i think matejok was quietly very good for the entire tournament um, and it could make for an interesting training camp. Again, I'm really excited to see what Matejok does when he gets on the ice with the big boys. It's really e- it's really easy to watch these rookie tournaments and be like, oh, this kid is so good. This kid is going to fly through the NHL um, because at the end of the day, they're playing against you know kids their own age, you know, 20, I think the oldest player is 22 or 23. So it's really easy to kind of look and be like, hey, this kid's real good, but he's playing against 18-year-olds, you know? And so I'll be really interested to see. I think Johnson um, is going to be fine, but I'm really interested in specifically Juracek and Matejuk. Uh Probably more Matejchuk than Juracek, because I feel like uh, Juracek has been playing um, with men for a while now. Matejchuk has been playing over in the WHL, so I'm excited to see what he does when he's on the ice with, you know, pros essentially um so those are those are the guys that kind of impressed me through training camp um or not training camp excuse me Travis city or guys that i thought maybe hey we wanted a little bit more from but did not necessarily have a bad tournament um another guy that i just wanted to mention briefly uh roman ishan really kind of was a a a, a gem to fight for the monsters last season Uh, came straight out of college um Turned up at the Traverse City tournament. And again, I think quietly had a really good tournament. Again, I think his game against, his, uh, game against the Maple Leafs was his best game of the tournament. And uh, just he's a he's a guy that, again, I think I'm going to keep an eye on. Um, I don't necessarily know that he's going to make it to the Blue Jackets this season or ever. But he's a guy that I think could turn into a really good player for the Monsters. And uh, that's not nothing, you know. So overall, Really, really happy with how this tournament went. Uh, Really, really happy with the baby jackets. Uh, Super, super excited for trading camp to start now and to, you know, really get into it. Get the big boys on the ice. uh, Get the preseason started. Let's let's get the NHL rolling. And uh, so this week we're going to be kind of talking about previewing the season. I guess we're going to be looking at line combinations. Uh, We're going to be talking to some people, uh, which is going to be tomorrow's episode, actually. Um, That's... This is all I have for you today, but in tomorrow's episode, uh, I'm sitting down later today with uh, Jeff Svoboda, who is uh, at Jackets Insider on Twitter. He's the Jackets beat reporter for uh, the NHL, essentially. Um, He's been on the show for the last two off seasons and always has some really, really great things to say, some really great insights and uh, some really fun stories to tell. So uh, we're going to... We're going to talk to uh, Jeff about all of those things. We're going to talk about rookie tournament. We're going to talk about the offseason the Blue Jackets had, uh, what he's excited for, the season, his expectations of this group, all of these things. Uh, so if you have any questions for Jeff, uh, feel free to, again, at me on Twitter, uh, LO underscore Blue Jackets or underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-Y-S-T-E-R. That's where you can find me on Twitter. Uh, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets@gmail.com at gmail.com with questions or, you know, comments, criticisms, anything like that. Uh, or you can just comment on this YouTube video with your questions for Jeff, and I will uh, get through as many as I can. I have some questions that I want to ask him, but if you have any kind of burning questions that you want to know about kind of the Blue Jackets in general, then uh, Jeff is the guy to ask. So uh, stick them in the YouTube comments if you uh, if you have questions. And like I said, that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, Locked on Blue Jackets is going back to five days a week, now so uh, we're going to be doing monday to friday episodes instead of three days a week which i'm super excited for because it means that the season's on the way back so that's uh that is what is coming up uh, lots of content lots of previews and uh, i believe the uh the preseason starts in like a week or a week and a half so before you know it we're going to be doing game recaps we're going to be looking at game previews we're going to be looking at other teams uh, it's gonna be real exciting i'm real excited to start the season it's been a been a fast off-season, but it's also been a long off-season, if you know what I mean. So I'm super, super, super excited to see the Blue Jackets back um, playing hockey again, even if it is only a rookie tournament. Uh, I really enjoyed this weekend. Uh, it was it was nice to watch the baby Blue Jackets play and uh, get hyped for the future uh, this season and beyond. So once again, I've been Jay Foster. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the URL that is right here on the screen. You can find Locked on Blue Jackets at LO underscore Blue Jackets. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. And uh, we're also over on YouTube, like I mentioned at the start of the episode. We're trying to hit 250 subscribers by the start of the regular season, which I believe is October 8th. So we've got like three weeks to go. uh, I believe in us. Um, but if you are not subscribed, then feel free to hit the subscribe button over there. Uh, it helps me out. It helps you out. You get notifications whenever the new episodes go up. And uh, if there are any live episodes happening, then uh, you get notifications for that as well. So, uh, yeah, just thanks, everyone, for for listening uh, this offseason. We are shifting back into preseason and regular season mode. Uh, let's have fun. I'm excited. So hopefully you are as well. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking to Jeff Saboda. So uh, until then, make sure you stay locked on.